Hey everybody, welcome. Steve Woolenhouse here, your host on Anatomy of Success. Make life better with 10 ways to be happier and more optimistic. That's the topic this week. So glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back. I'm your host, Steve Woolenhouse. This, again, is Anatomy of Success. Glad you found us. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Come back with some friends next week. Subscribe to the podcast, if you would, and then rate and review. Head over to weatherology.com. Grab the Weatherology mobile app. It's free. International weather conditions, radar, future forecast, precipitation for rain and snow, and the only audio weather app in the world with real meteorologists in real time translating the forecast for you for your location. It's awfully cool and it integrates into your vehicles and through smart speakers at home. Now, as promised this week, we're going to talk about making life better with 10 ways to be happier and more optimistic. In a recent survey from the University of Chicago, 14% of people surveyed said they were happy. That's a 17% drop, by the way, from 2018 and the lowest number we've had in that study since the 1970s. Ironically, 80% of all Americans reported being satisfied with their financial situation. In essence, we have more than ever, but many of us feel more miserable than ever. Isn't that ironic? In addition, the 2019 World Happiness Report discovered negative feelings are on the rise. The most satisfied countries, Finland, followed by Denmark, Norway, Iceland, and the Netherlands. The United States ranked number 19, and I have an explanation, I think. Isolation, feelings of loneliness, and addiction are on the rise, and it's especially prevalent with our young people. The pandemic isn't helped. This study, by the way, also discovered that people are feeling much less optimistic and they fear for the future, which is totally understandable. I'm sure we've all experienced some of those fears over the past 12 months. The average high school student, by the way, spends six hours a day on social media and many people struggle with food, work, alcohol and drug addiction. So what can we do with all these horrifying statistics that are aiming in the direction of less quality of life satisfaction? Well, I think these are 10 ways we can help increase our happiness every day. Number one, focus on the little things. Each day, there are numerous opportunities to soak up a chance to boost our happiness. Savoring family time, workouts, walking, conversations with a friend. Those precious moments add up throughout the day and they help elevate our happiness. We got to focus on those little things. Each and every day ties in closely with gratitude. Next, focusing on smiling. Such a simple thing, but so powerful. And all the research demonstrates clearly when we smile, even if we force ourselves to smile, the process elevates happiness. And it certainly is contagious. The power of smiling, very well documented. When we smile, it activates those neural brain circuits associated with well-being. Smile regularly and you will notice a rise in daily happiness. Number three, focus on real connection. The power of positive connections, no mystery. 
quality friends and time with family increases feelings of satisfaction and joy. That's why it's one of my four tenets of equanimity. No surprise, we concentrate on cultivating quality connections with our friends and quality intimate relationships with our partners. Happiness, joy, satisfaction increase. It's no big surprise. Our social circle is incredibly relevant. We got to choose our friends wisely and interact often with positive people that we handpick to constitute our social circle. Number four, focus on cultivating passions. Notice I said cultivating passions, not finding or discovering, which, you know, we might be mincing words or getting overly technical, but I believe cultivating passion is a better way to frame this. Passion isn't something we discover. It's not out there like a pot of gold. We have to take the initiative to cultivate our passions and watch well-being increase. Many people get trapped with obligations and neglect doing things they genuinely enjoy every day that are consistent with cultivating our passions. We have to make that a priority. Next, focus on gratitude. We alluded to this earlier, but we all have things to be grateful for, even though sometimes I get some people can't seem to find anything to be grateful for. To be honest with you, that's just not true. You just have to get outside the funk and start to appreciate the blessings. Pressure, stress, make it difficult to remember when life becomes overwhelming. I get it, but we need to stop and we need to recount our blessings and appreciate the subtle things that make life wonderful. Good health satisfying relationships, family and satisfying work, things that we should be grateful for. I call those things the four tenets of equanimity. In those four areas, I'm very certain each and every day we can focus on improving those areas and watching our happiness start to increase. Next, focus on being positive. A positive attitude makes a huge difference, and we can start by focusing on our fears. That begins with appreciating everything we can control and not focusing on the things we have no control over. Many people dwell on everything outside their control, and that produces feelings of negativity and pessimism. We have to work on being more positive, and our well-being starts to improve. Next, we have to focus on setting goals, and I love long-term goals especially. Now, many people get pulled in to a world of limiting beliefs and unrealistic expectations. If we want a better life, we need to make huge sacrifices, folks. It's unavoidable. And so many people want to conveniently tiptoe around that unpleasant reality because it's synonymous with pain and discipline and all those words people prefer to avoid. Hard work, clearly defined goals and detailed action plans. Now that's what keeps our mind preoccupied with positive thoughts and positive feelings. It isn't easy. And big challenges are beneficial for helping us start to focus on things that we can control and start to spend a little less time ruminating about the things we can't control. Next, focus on being present. We talk about this too. Many people focus way too much on the past and worry way too much about the future. 
There's a balance there. There's a beautiful harmony there. I spend very little time thinking about the past with the exception of contemplating fond memories. I don't go into the dark places. What for? What's the point? You know, if we've done our homework, we've worked through some of those painful experiences and we've allowed ourselves to heal, recover, and move on in the process, we lose the opportunity to improve our current state of mind by living in the moment. And that's where all the magic really starts to happen. By learning to concentrate on being present and focusing on creating a positive future, now the energy starts to be diverted toward positive things that create positive momentum and inertia. We spend less time ruminating about the past. Happiness improves when we learn to be alive in the present moment and then start to envision a beautiful future. Next, focus on letting go. Many of us struggle with forgiveness and unrealistic expectations about success. When we harbor animosity and resentment, it consumes valuable energy. In addition, when we dwell on failure, it prevents putting things into proper perspective, which always requires a long-term vantage point. That's why I personally prefer long-term goals supported by short-term goals and daily action. Loss, disappointment, setbacks. We've talked about that. It's inevitable. How we manage those events and respond to those events, that demands letting go and focusing on forward progress. And number 10, finally, focus on nature. You know how important this is to me, and there's a reason why. I spend considerable amounts of time in nature every day. I take long walks and spend time conversing with the universe. Sounds crazy. Native Americans used to do this. And it's a beautiful way, very therapeutic, to not only feel humble, but to express gratitude and to get our mind off the busyness that can cause so many distractions. It's a wonderful way to obviate stress as well, and it offers us a dose of humility, as I alluded to. It makes us feel like, you know, we're a pretty small part of this major, beautiful ecosystem we reside in. In addition to those intense daily workouts I advocate, long recovery walks for me release endorphins which flood our brain with mood-enhancing chemicals. Walking in nature heightens feelings of joy, appreciation, thankfulness, and dramatically improves our health. Are you feeling genuinely happy these days? If not, try these 10 things out. And these simple things, I think, will make an enormous difference as we focus on our four tenets of equanimity and concentrate on allowing ourselves to feel happier every day despite some of the unpleasant things I know many of us are dealing with. So glad you joined us here on Anatomy of Success this week. I'm your host, Steve Woolenos. Come back again next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic. Oh, 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 oh